0: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to our Heart's Surrendered. My name is Addison and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast.
1: Hi friends. My name is Sophie and I'm the other co-host of this podcast. Um Happy Turkey Week. Let's be honest. It's it deserves its own week, I'll say.
0: Yeah, I'm just one week though.
1: Fan. Yeah, only one week. But I what are your thoughts? I feel like this has been the question of the year. Like, are you a uh, Christmas before Thanksgiving or after?
0: Um, my family is like this Saturday after we set up our Christmas tree and like Christmas really starts. Like I haven't listened to Christmas music, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but in college, I think Christmas starts a little bit earlier than not here in December. So it's like, I got to have the Christmas festivities. Yeah. as Often, like as like long as I possibly can. So literally October 31st, 1159, the clock turned 12 <laughs> November 1st. Our Christmas tree is going up in our room.
1: Yeah. See, I'm not, like, anti-Christmas before Thanksgiving. I just don't partake. Like, I won't Mm. get mad. I won't refuse. But personal decorations don't go up till after Thanksgiving. But I think it's because, like, that's, like, what my family does. Yeah. But, like, you said, in college, like, you got to, like, I was drinking hot chocolate with my friends before Thanksgiving. Because it's, like, when else are you going to do it? Because after Thanksgiving... You kind of become antisocial, at least. I yeah, do, because it's just like grind till finals. Yeah, like and finals end on stuff. like
0: the eleventh. Like it's like the second week of December if you go home.
1: Yeah, and so like you don't really have time to enjoy it. So I feel like you got to get out your first round of Christmas when you're home for Thanksgiving, because you mm. won't really be in the spirit until after finals. At least those are my two cents.
0: Yeah, I agree with. Those sense. Um, I think
1: there's some good sense. Where
0: did that like saying come from?
1: And is it sense like C E N T S or? Like- I think so. S E N S E.
0: Hold on. Let's look it up. Origin story of <laughs> two cents.
1: You know what was so funny is for the longest time, I thought the word overstimulated was over simulated.
0: oh interesting that's like one time i took this entire course like a year-long course um to become a cna which is a certified nurse aide and literally the entire year i said fluctuated until i was taking my (laughs) lab exam and i was taking somebody's heart rate and i was like uh her heart rate is fluctuating a little bit and the person like the proctor literally grading me was like i'm sorry like what like her her heart rate's right i was like (laughs) fluctuating Like it's going up and down, <laughs> fluctuating, and you she's know. like, fluctuating, and I was like, what? <laughs> I this think a of like time? a long time. I said nonifications and said notifications, and nobody uh? just hmm. nobody corrected me. It's so annoying. am um, okay, say anyways, G I F, no. GIF or GIF. Okay, well, I think technically it's GIF, but I don't refer to it very often. I'd probably say GIF. <laughs>
1: which is like kind of embarrassing i don't find myself saying the word gif very often
0: (laughs) yeah because if it was jif it'd be jif but that's like the peanut butter brand
1: Mm, i love peanut butter
0: me too i just thought of a prank the other day that would have been so funny to put peanut butter all over somebody's car like inside of their door handle like everywhere (laughs) wouldn't that be awesome
1: That would be so funny. That would be mean.
0: Yeah, it would be mean. It'd be terrible. But then I got scared because I was like, what if like one of their neighbors has like a peanut butter allergy or something? Or like somebody gets in the car that has a peanut allergy and it's like still on the door handle for some reason. Like I just was like, I feel like unethical about doing this.
1: She's she's looking out for those allergy people. We love them.
0: Honestly, it was probably one of my worst ideas.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) oh and you want to know why it was your worst idea because you didn't consider god
0: right that's exactly why and welcome to today's episode where we talk about chris rinzema song all my worst ideas it's brand new just hit spotify like a week ago
1: just so so recent and we just were like (laughs) we have to be trendsetters here like it's gonna go big it's gonna it's gonna
0: blow up and we're here hitting it first
1: like we listened first like we didn't write it we didn't record it but we listened
0: yeah and we're probably some of the first people to ever talk about it on a podcast
1: maybe the first
0: maybe a world that hasn't heard a podcast about this song is a sad world so we're here to fix that but anyways (laughs) let me get into it sorry that was like a really awkward long pause because i didn't know how to transition out of that um bit, but anyways, welcome to today's episode. We're gonna talk about the song. It was literally just released and um felt really relatable. So the first verse it says, I built a tower to the sky, tried to get into heaven, but all I got was tongue tied. I stretched out my wings to the sun. Must have flown too close because I fell into the ocean. Um, and then it continues into the chorus, which says cause all my worst ideas Start with me trying to put myself up, put myself up where you are, and my worst ideas end with you rescuing me as I spin out of control off the road, reaping the whirlwind I have sown. Um, And then it continues, so we talk about that. But the first um verse where it's like, I built a tower to the sky, I tried to get into heaven, that is referring to the Tower of Babel, and that is in, uh, I want to say Genesis. Hold on, let me actually fact check that, because I don't want to just speak lies under this mic um yeah it is in genesis but basically it's talking about how at the beginning they just like this people group were all um they all spoke the same language and they were trying to reach god and like be just like god it talks about in genesis 11 um and it's like they're building this like actual tower and it's huge and tall and it's like reaching the heavens quote unquote um and like the way that god stopped that from happening because it was like rooted out of pride and out of evil not of like i want to be by god i want to be near to him it was like oh no like let me be god let me be like him um is he like dispersed all the people and made them all speak different languages and like that was like the origin of language so that's what i was referring to but it, all i got was tongue-tied it was like a reference to that um and i just like love how christians always references the bible and references references stories and stuff like that because i think it's Like, oh, this isn't just like words in a song. It's like, no, this is like biblical storytelling in a way that like shows us how relatable the Bible is and how like living and active and breathing it still is. Um, and then it continues into the chorus where it talks about how all my worst ideas start with me trying to put myself up where you are, and all my worst ideas end with you rescuing me as I spin off in control into the world, into the road. Um, which I just think is like feels so applicable to my life right now. I'm just like man, like, a lot of things are going wrong, and almost every single time that something goes wrong in my life, it's just because I came up with the idea, and I was like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do it without God, and without even, like, seeking the Lord's face, and seeing how he, um, like, if this is something he ordains, and if this is his will, or anything, like, it's not done out of obedience, just out of, like, desire, um, which isn't always bad, because we do have the Holy spirit within us. And I think a lot of times like my desires do align with the Lord's, but whenever I'm not even like considering to bring it to the father, like it's probably not going to align. Um, and then this like last little section where it says reaping the whirlwind I have sown. I was like, that is so accurate. I'm just like, I feel like I'm in a really big season of like, like reaping the harvest of like okay like i planted all these seeds at the beginning of the school year i set all of these habits i started doing all these things i like have met all these people and like now i'm like reaping the harvest of like okay what has this like provided what is the fruit of this and i'm like some of these are, like really awesome fruit of like this relationship is awesome and this relationship is awesome and this grade is great and this is this is whatever um but others i'm like hmm that was not a very good habit that i built and now i'm like really frustrated by the outcome of it when like in all reality like of course it's not like of course I'm not gonna reap like a good harvest if I like was staying up till midnight every single night of course my sleep schedule gonna be bad like whenever it is I'm just like okay like so often we like play victim to all these things that are happening in our lives when it's like I'm not even trying to be obedient i'm not even like asking the lord for peace i'm not even asking the lord for patience and of course i'm not gonna be peaceful of course i'm not gonna be graceful of course i'm not gonna be patient if i don't even like ask the lord to help me i can't do that on myself like i literally can't we are so incapable of like being anything good apart from christ um so yeah those are like my thoughts on like the first little section of it
1: yeah for sure um i love this song because i think it so clearly demonstrates um like man this is something that i face in my life but like so has everybody else because like we are not god and so when we try to play god of course things are going to go in a downward spiral um like it says um as we spin out of control and so kind of picking up where that left off it says all of my worst ideas end with me singing hallelujah i've been saved by grace again and um something that i thought about while i was reading this line is man like how cool is it that even when we have an idea where we think we are doing what's best for us or whatever it may be the lord ends up or like the lord will point us back to him will bring us back to him because he his character is kind and loving and that um he does extend grace to us when we have these ideas that to do things on our own or whatever it may be. Um, and so in that line, I think I saw more of who the Lord is in the sense that he is caring um, and he does, he has a heart for his people. Like he does want to be near to us. He does want us to like be near to him. And even when we do have these ideas to do things on our own or whatever, he could just say like, well, have fun. Have fun but he doesn't like he um calls us sons and daughters and he like wants us to come back to him and so i think that that's something really cool is that um like when it's just the message of the the gospel that he does like the gift to come back to the lord is always there um and so verse two says try to ignore it when you call send you to voicemail but you always get through to me after all because every time i try and hide it doesn't matter where i sail i always end up capsized i feel like i should start singing it but (laughs) um yeah so the first part says try to ignore it when you call send to you to voicemail but you always get through to me after all i think about like how many times do i go throughout my day or throughout my week where like the lord i was talking to someone about this today where like the lord is like faithful in my life or like And i just like miss it or i just ignore it or i ignore um like a prompting of the Lord, like hey go talk to that person or whatever it may be like how many times do we quote unquote like send the lord to voicemail and like how sad is that but also at the same time how cool is it it says that the lord always gets through to me after all that like the lord doesn't just call once and it's like well he didn't pick up like he wants to uh like i said be near us like that's what he wants and so like it's his kind nature to reach back out i guess you could say or like keep calling um because like his heart is just to be with his people i said that before but i think that like further emphasizes this message and then it says every time i try and hide it doesn't matter where i sail i always end up capsized and i don't know if this is what he what chris rinsmo was talking about when he wrote this but i kind of think of the story of jonah in this that like, Jonah had this, like, mission, not mission, I guess, I guess we could use that word in this. He had this, like, task, mission from the Lord to go to preach about the Lord to the people. And he chose to go the other way and sail the other way. And he ended up jumping overboard because um, the boat was in this big storm and he ended up getting swallowed by a whale. And I think about that. um, oh. That like when we try to hide, like the Lord, or we try to like outrun God, it doesn't work, um, because the Lord is omniscient; He sees all, He knows all. Um, we can't hide from the Lord, and I don't say that to be like, oh, you can't hide from the Lord, that try to like scare you, but like, man, we can't, and that's great because like He knows us, yet He still chooses to love us, um, and He still chooses like to pursue us, which I think is really cool, um, and I think like back in my I think in my own life like if you think about a relationship like if you try to if you like see someone in public and you like avoid them and you like don't answer their calls like over time they're probably going to stop trying to reach out they're probably going to get this message like oh I don't want to they don't want to be friends with me like if someone like if I kept calling someone and if they avoided me in public I would get the vibe that they didn't want to be my friend or like that they didn't want a relationship with me um but like it, even through that the lord like still pursues us and um that's like back to the gospel that it's like our choice whether we pursue the Lord and whether we like answer the phone I guess you could say or if we like choose our own path and so I think that's really cool that like the Lord keeps pursuing us he keeps like um calling us I guess is the word I don't know something about that just makes me giggle that the Lord calls us but that's I guess that's what prayer is
0: yeah, and just like the continual pursuit of the Lord of like, man, I've just really ignored him so many times and like on like fully just like turned away and been like, no, like I don't want to do that, or like, no, I don't care that you're right there. Like I'm going to turn to something else instead. And just like his continual pursuit is so unlike ours. And I used to say this all the time, but like the Lord is not a god of chances. Like he doesn't just give us like three chances and we're out like he continues to pursue us and that's just like so not my tendency like so if saying i'm just like if i call somebody 48 times i'm not calling them a 49th time i'm just not i'm gonna be like oh they don't want to talk to me they don't want to hang out that's okay no worries i will find somebody else um but like that is just not the lord's heart for us and he cares each and individually like for us each individuals um the next little section is the bridge and it says, I keep telling myself that I'll rise up eventually, but knowing me, I'm going to need some help because I've got a tendency to lose track of the times that you've saved me. Um, And it's like similar to what Sophie's saying, but I just think that's really true. Like, I really do have a tendency to think that like I can do it by myself and then I also have a tendency to like forget all the times that that has failed miserably and that I've needed the Lord because there's never been a singular time that I've ever done that I've ever done anything by myself and like at least done it successfully in a way that's like obedient and honoring to the Lord um I'm just like oh I can do these classes by myself I can do this by myself I can do camp I can do relationships I can do like literally anything and it's like wait no you can't or like at least not in a way that is going to like bring the Lord the most like honor and glory that there is to bring him because like with christ it is always going to be better than without christ um and i think like there's just like so much evidence of that in so many ways um but it can like i think it's just a continual reminder of like the lord is not shocked by our behavior like he knows that's exactly what i'm gonna do and he like willingly went to the cross knowing that and i think like that is what's shocking to me i'm just like dang like you went to the cross knowing that i would do this over and over and over again and, like, how many times I would turn my back on you and, like, just not listen and not do this and not do this and then act like I'm shocked when things go wrong. Like, literally, today, my mom was, like, I, like, had a really bad exam and called her and she was, like, you need to spend time with the Lord and, like, bring this to him. And I think, like, he wants to hear about this, he cares about this. And I was, like, man, I know you're right, but, like, I really don't want to. And, like, that's what's crazy It's just, like, that would probably fix so many issues. And it did. Like, I ended up obviously going to the lord and like spending time in the word and praying and um felt awesome after and felt better and like not to say that every single time you spend time with the lord you're gonna feel super incredible after because i don't think that's like necessarily true but i do think that it's like comforting to the soul on like some level of like i'm like known by a creator and was created intentionally and like he cares about this deeply even if you like cannot tell but um i just think that yeah this like entire bridge is really accurate to just like the truth of like i fail so often i was just reading sophia's liturgy um because failure is really hard and like i think we can even like as believers put ourselves on this like little pedestal of like oh my relationship with the lord is always gonna be perfect and i've like found myself thinking that a lot of just like really feeling like really ashamed because i just am like Uh, i don't feel zealous for the lord and i don't really care and i don't wake up wanting to read my bible and i don't really want to pray or like talk to him or anything and like that's been a really hard battle of just like man i'm like this person who has a podcast and works at camp and people think of as like a christian girl and like all these things but i feel like i'm failing at that and like that's not accurate and like the lord doesn't look at me and be like shame on you because you're in a dry season or whatever it is like he sees that and he's like i love you and like i love you deeper than this and i like have in like continual pursuit and like i've never once stopped pursuing you like at all um and so basically this letter it says i'm gonna start like halfway through it it says indeed christian take heart in this revelation the outcomes of your labors were never in your hands but in god's you have what but one task to be faithful the success of your endeavors is not yours to judge. He works in ways that you cannot comprehend, and in his economy there will be no waste. Even when what you judge is a failure, God will tool to greater purpose. If this is true, what greater end could he intend from work of my failings? Um, and then it continues at the very end, it says, Use then, O Lord, even my failures and even my fears of failing, to advance your purposes in my heart and in your kingdom and in this world. My confidence is in only you. Amen. Um, I just, like, found that really beautiful like, man i can't even have confidence in like my own faithfulness and like confidence in my own like trust of just like this is what my relationship with the lord looks like in like all these things uh, i'm just like there's like literally no confidence to find in like anything because i am so fickle and i am so like whatever it is and just like so broken and i just i can't even have a good relationship with the lord because it is like not my success to be defined if that makes sense of like what I define as success, like the Lord could define else, like as anything else of just like, if this is true, what greater end could he intend to work from my failings? And like, who am I to judge what failure is? Um, so just found that a lot and to be really helpful.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I've kind of been thinking about that too, in the sense of like oftentimes I find myself feeling like I'm not doing things right in like sense of like, oh, I didn't I'm not doing things right in the sense of how like much or like how long I read my Bible or things like that. And then I get like stuck in that in the sense that's like, well the Lord can't use me because I'm not doing these things right. I'm not spending time with him in the right way. Um and I was talking to someone today and they were like, that's a lie. Like the your version of like right or like failure or success. Um, like, it's not the way, like, the Lord just wants to spend time with us. It doesn't matter if we think it's, like, the right way or whatever. He just delights to be near to us, and I think that that's something that I can rest in, and hopefully you can rest in, is that um, we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to do things in a quote-unquote right way, Um, and that's okay, and that's free, and I feel like kind of the theme of this song is that man, we are in desperate need of God. We are dependent on him. And um, when we think that we're not, the enemy can work. Um, And when we think that we're not, things oftentimes don't go the way we plan. And when we think that we have a plan in place that is um, gonna be the way we take charge and we're gonna do things the way we think is best, oftentimes it doesn't end up the way that we plan. And I think that this song really reminded me of John fifteen five, where Jesus talks about he's the vine and we're the branches, that we can't do anything apart from him. And that truly when we come to a place and we realize that we can't do anything apart from him, we're the most dependent on him. And that's also the place where he can work the most in us when we are depending on him. So yeah, that's all I have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. I'm going to pray this out and that'll be it. Heavenly Father, I come to you in thanks for the opportunity to get to be in relationship with you and the abundance of grace that you overflow to us every single day. Lord, I pray that our hearts know and our um, souls know that you are a creator who is not a God of chances, who continues to pursue us even when we don't pursue you. Lord, I thank you for that. I praise you for that and the ways that your character is unlike my own. Lord, I pray. That as we go into this holiday season and finals and all the things that um, life may bring, that we get to rely on you and abide in you in a way that is honoring to you and never trying to have awesome ideas without you, Lord, because we know that they will just crumble in the face of eternity, Lord. And so, your son's I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving and a happy two weeks. Um, in the meantime why don't you head over to Instagram follow us there get all the updates all the news Um. if you have any prayer requests you can email us that will be down below and yeah I think that's about everything oh yeah leave a rating and review if you want to and we'll talk to you guys soon thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in hard surrender this week